As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Sometimes God has to shake us all out of our comfort zone. We just, we get stuck, don't we? We get stuck mentally. We get stuck spiritually. We just get in a rut. Remember, Vance Havner used to say that a rut is just a grave with both ends knocked out of it. It's death. So if you're going to live and if you're going to accomplish the purpose for which God's given you life, you've got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to, you've got to move forward. And the Lord has a way of making that happen. We are coming today to the concluding study of the first section in the book of Acts. Now, we're going to return to the book of Acts because the adventure continues in Acts chapter 8, but I want you to connect Acts 7 and Acts 8. Remember, chapter and verse divisions are not inspired. I'm grateful we have them or we'd all still be looking for Acts 7 and 8 right now, but uh, you've got to read through the chapter and verse divisions to get the full picture. So, Permit me, please, to read the last couple of verses of Acts 7 and the first few verses of Acts 8. The Bible says, Acts 7, verse 59, And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. And Saul was consenting unto his death, chapter 8, verse 1. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which is at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committed them to prison. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. And so comes to the close, the first movement in Acts, Acts 1 through 7, that primarily is centered in Jerusalem, and so begins the next movement, the one that will get the gospel beyond Jerusalem into Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the world. Now, we have looked at Stephen extensively, and we've gotten a glimpse of Saul and how God is already beginning to work in him, and of course, uh, this Saul first introduced here as a a young man, will end up being Paul the Aged, serving the Lord uh, with the rest of his life and how we praise God for that. But today, I want you to see not just Stephen and Saul. I want you to see those who are scattered. Because at this juncture, it's so easy to read these verses and, and almost take it lightly, but do you understand what's going on here? Tremendous persecution has come against the church in Jerusalem. We know so little of persecution. It's real. There are parts of the world now where people are hiding, where people cannot worship openly, where people are being tortured for their faith and some being put to death for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I I fear that often we just get so comfortable. And I really believe that was one of the temptations for believers in the early church. You see, uh, in Jerusalem now, God is on the move. The church is growing. Thousands have been saved. Don't you think you'd like to stick around there for a little while? It's interesting, isn't it, that those who had been so anxious to get out of Jerusalem, you remember early in the book of Acts, they wanted to get away from Jerusalem, and Jesus said, no, no, tarry in the city of Jerusalem. 
But those who had been so anxious to get out of Jerusalem now had gotten comfortable in this good church. And so what did God have to do? God had to use something to disrupt their comfort zone. God had to do something to get them off the bench and in the game. He had to do something to scatter them. I've marked in my Bible a great persecution. Now, we never pray for persecution. But I will tell you historically that some of the greatest revivals have come in the midst of persecution. Some of the greatest awakenings spiritually this world has ever known have been times when the church was having its hardest time. Isn't that interesting? Uh, It was often said that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Well, let's take that analogy of the seed. What did he do through this great persecution? The Bible says they were all scattered abroad. May I say to you that when God was scattering his people, he was scattering the gospel seed. He was simply putting sowers in many places so that everyone could hear the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the apostles were kept here. It says, except the apostles. The first uh, church planters here uh, were kept in Jerusalem and uh, mightily used of the Lord. Uh, Over time, many of them would scatter to other places as well, but God left them there to stabilize the, the sending church, which was wonderful. But Notice the multiplication came when everyone else was scattered throughout the whole region and went everywhere preaching the word. In fact, there's a little hint in verse 5. It says, Philip went down to the city of Samaria. Does that sound vaguely familiar? Go back in your Bible. Go back in your thinking. Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, where all this adventure really started. Jesus said, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. The first section, the first seven chapters of the book of Acts, uh, the work primarily is going on in and around Jerusalem. That's the location. The beginning, the end of Acts 7 and the beginning of Acts 8, there's a shift beyond Jerusalem now to Judea, to Samaria, and eventually by the end of the book to the uttermost part of of the earth. Do you see how the Lord is enabling them to fulfill what he left them to do? God had to get them out of Jerusalem. God had to move them to those who had never heard the gospel. I want to pray right now, oh God, scatter the gospel far and wide. Whatever you have to do, if it means persecution and difficulty, we don't want that. But Lord, whatever you have to do to get the gospel to the ends of the earth, Uh, to the regions beyond, Paul would later write, Uh, to those who've never heard the message of Jesus Christ. May the Lord help us to get the gospel on to the next people and on to the next place. As an itinerant evangelist, I very frequently use that expression. We'll get in the car on the way to the airport, and uh, whether I'm going or coming, I'll say to the person who's taking me, well, on to the next place. Uh, I mean that. I'm going on to the next place God has for me, on to the next group of people God has for me to speak to. Would you connect Acts 1-8 and Acts 8-1 in your Bible and realize that the heart of God is a heart for all people? Praise God for what he does in Jerusalem. But friends, we must not keep that to ourselves. As we end the, the first phase of our study in the book of Acts, this first First series on the adventure continues. Would you make this your prayer 
that God would use you to make a difference in your Jerusalem. Right where you are. Don't neglect that. It's got to start somewhere. But then would you pray that God would connect what's going on in your Jerusalem to the uttermost part of the world? Would you ask the Lord, Lord, how can I be a part of evangelizing my region and my nation and my world? Uh, Lord, would you connect what you're doing in my life, in my family, in my church, to people around the globe, to God's great work in this world? Because, friends, this is the adventure. It's the adventure of the gospel. It's the adventure of the church. It's the adventure of the age of the Spirit. It's the adventure of this season that God has called us to live in, to get the gospel to all people. And may the Lord use whatever means are necessary to scatter abroad his message so that all people can hear the glorious name of Jesus Christ and be saved. Friends, I tell you, the adventure continues. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.